Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Weapons. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, December 11th, 2020. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. You're listening to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am your host, Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi. As always, I've got with me longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Ethan, how's it going? Good. Kidney stone kid. Come on. Kidney stone kid, Ethan Smith. Completely forgot Thank again. You. Uh, forgot again. It's fine. Um, it's fine. We've got Helene St. James on for another great portion, portion part two of Pardon. our interview uh, with her. We talked about her book, The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Detroit Red Wings on Wednesday's episode. So if you haven't checked that out, be sure to go do that. She tells a lot of great Iserman, Howe, Lidstrom stories. Uh, and then in today's episode, we kind of start digging into what to expect from the 2021 Detroit Red Wings. What's their ceiling? Who are the top story or what are the top storylines uh, to watch for heading into 2021? Who uh, are the guys that she thinks are going to take leadership roles? Lots of questions like that. We get into uh, you know, even the bottom of the roster where Dennis Chalowski fits into the blue line situation. Uh, who Calvin Picard. I think we, by the end of it, we were like talking about uh, double just or, picking her mind. Yeah. Just picking her mind. on like pretty much everything. So, uh, I think you're really going to like this episode, kind of a primer for this upcoming season. Will the young kids come over after the SHL season is done? As of right now, we don't have anything planned uh, for next week. I'm assuming the schedule will go back to Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday this this week. You know, we got we got an episode done a little early. Old Noli came through in the clutch, posted that, an episode baby. on Monday. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, subscribe to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Leave us a review. If you've enjoyed uh, these past couple of weeks, we've had some good guests on the show. Helene St. James today and Wednesday. Mo Cider last week on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so go check those out. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. You'll be able to stay up to date with uh, future episodes that are coming out. We do a lot of promotion on there. So if you're a Red Wings fan, I would highly recommend giving us a follow. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast otherwise, but if you aren't a Red Wings fan, thanks for listening. Uh, here she is, Helene St. James. This is uh, Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across the ice, and your dead seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. Now we know, or we at least assume, that Dylan Larkin is going to be the next captain of the Detroit Red Wings. But my question is, who impressed you with their leadership a season ago amidst all that losing. Cause that, that was one thing that really impressed me about Larkin was that he was always out there standing in front of, you know, uh, all the reporters taking the questions, handling them with the utmost professionalism, but who else impressed you uh, with their leadership a season ago? And, and who are the guys that you think next year are, I guess, in line to take leadership roles? Well, I, I mean, literally, I mean, you, you pointed out it's Dylan Larkin and you know what, like I know, I mean, he learned from Henrik Sederberg just um, like, you know, and I get it. Like they, none of them, like it, it, it stinks having to come out and talk to us after so many losses, after losses, after losses. But 
Dylan Larkin really is the one, um, you know, so it's interesting because Steve did say, okay, so this was a hundred years ago, right? Before, <laughs> um, he did say before the 2019-20 season, he wanted to name a captain, but, um, you know, like he, he was named a captain at a press conference by Schottgemerers um, after a practice in um, Royal Oak. Um, uh, Henrik Sederberg was named a captain. So this was in January of 2013, like you mentioned, the lockout. Uh, Nicholas Slitstrom, uh, um, 2006, that was before the season opener. So I think, I do think they, that they would do well to, to wait until um, 20, what are we in, 2021, 2021, 22 season? Mm-hmm. Is that the next season? Yep. Yeah, we're 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 yeah, twenty yeah. slash twenty one. So I mean, I guess it's just going to be a twenty twenty one season. So I guess right. We can just no, so I'm saying I'm saying like Steve should wait until twenty twenty one twenty two. Interesting to okay. name the next captain. He, even though so so this was back in May. He did say that he was going to name the next captain, but you know, twenty May twenty twenty, we all agree was a hundred years ago, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what are so, your, what are your top storylines for the Red Wings to watch out for heading into 2021, given we do have a season? Oh, all the guys in, uh, in Sweden. So uh, Moritz Seider is doing really well. Uh, Lucas Raymond is doing really well. Um, uh, um, so, yeah. So pay attention to, thank goodness for Europe. Yeah, <laughs> at least the playing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, seriously. And so you know what? Uh, and uh, nobody wants to hear this, but I just think the twenty. So let's just call twenty twenty one season a wash. Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever this season is, you know, like for the Red Wings, I do think Steve has done things, uh, has made signings to make the team more competitive with it. Thomas Grice, right? Bobby Ryan, um, the defenseman. Uh, I do think the Wings will be more competitive, but they're not going to be in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I honestly think let's let's way more excitement about uh, 2021-22, if, if my years are correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple follow-ups uh, yeah. on that question myself, because the, the SH, you, you talked about the guys uh, playing over in Sweden, could throw Jonathan Bergeron uh, in that list as guys who like appear to be close to being NHL ready. The SHL season wraps up in March. Obviously they'll, they'll do playoffs and stuff like that afterwards, but what are the chances that when this ends, because the Red Wings will be less than two months into their season that we do get to see Cider, Raymond, maybe even Bergeron, uh, over here in Detroit this season? Well, so it depends because, um, so the, the guys in the SHL are not eligible to return. So it depends on, uh, no, so, uh, so Cider and Berk, like the, their teams, Berkeley, uh, the team that Cider plays for, at least from my understanding, is that they'll be in the playoffs. So, yeah. uh, so they will not be eligible to be to return until um, until the SHL season is over with. So all all the rest of the guys, uh, Michael Rasmussen, all the rest of the guys, 
anybody not in the SHL basically can come back, mm -hmm. but but not but not Joe Villano and Moritz Seider and those guys. And you know, I'd like to be honest. I think they're better off playing uh, where they are. Except I will say, you know, like Moritz Seider just did not play for two weeks because yeah. his team Rögle was uh was felled by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And um, so the Wings did have um, uh, Jared, Jared Isaac, Mac Isaac, in mm -hmm. the Finnish league. Except, like, so the Finnish league is not playing until I don't know the nineteenth or so or December. But except, it doesn't matter because he was injured his first shift. But like, um, things are going awful in Europe. You know, like, yeah. uh, can I tell you an awful joke? Absolutely. We love it. Yeah. Them. So, so <laughs> we finally, so every, so we finally flattened the curve, except it's going straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Awful, right? No, like so. We should all just be as careful as we can. All right, we'll get back to the interview with Helene St. James in just a second. But first, I got to remind you guys, go check out some of our past episodes on iTunes, on Spotify. We've had a lot of great guests. Uh, also got to talk to you guys today about Built Go, uh, whether it's physical or whether it's mental. Breakthrough with Go every day. And Built, Bo uh, Built Go wants to know, Ethan, what is your wall? Uh, my wall is about 530 when I get out of work and it's already night and I have to drive home. I can certainly understand that driving home sucks. So there are times where I, when I had to make that commute, I would fall asleep in my car, but luckily built go makes it so I don't fall asleep in my car on my drive home. It's like a fiber energy without the same crash feeling. Plus it is natural. So it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and much better results. How does built go work so well? You asked, well, I'll tell you. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein, which promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better, folks. Plus, it gets into my system fast because it's fast absorbing, and it is easy on the stomach. Bilko is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. They've got beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Bilko then keep, kicks me to keep me going strong with B6 and B12, 10,000% of your daily value uh, in each of those things, just go to BuiltGo.com right now and use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. McCarty draws. McCarty in. McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Darren McCarty! So another guy that I'm, I'm really intrigued by, Helene, heading into this season because there are a couple guys, well, obviously Zadina, uh, but um, all right, let, let me replace the word intrigued by with the word um, nervous about. Dennis Chalowski did not have a good year last year. Obviously, nobody on that blue line did except for maybe Philip Ronick. Uh No, and you know what? No, that, that's super disappointing, right? Like he had every opportunity to grab a job. Yes. And unfortunately, and, and you know what's, what's un unfortunate for the Wings is he did not even dominate in, uh, at the AHL level. Yeah. Yeah. No, so absolutely. You know what, like, like what I find about Dennis Shlowski is he's an NHL caliber skater. He has NHL level talent. 
but you know, like you've got to, you, you've got to want, you've got to want it. Like, you know, you've got to want to play for it at that level. Mm-hmm. And, and I always wonder too, like, and, and what's interesting is that like they restocked the blue line this year and like you, you're kind of looking at the top six wondering, does Dennis Chalowski have a spot on <laughs> in this top six on opening night? And I think right now the answer is eh, maybe like, can he beat out Mark Stahl? Cause if he can't beat out Mark Stahl, the six d-man spot like that is a massive concern in my opinion right because what what uh we have stall chronic uh de kaiser well you know what like who knows what the kaiser yeah and i mean like he underwent surgery in uh october of 2019 so it will have been close to a year and a half before he starts skating again so stall um Stahl, De Kaiser, Merrill Stetcher, Merrill Stetcher, um, Namath, Namath, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, no, I feel, but, but like to me, like, um, so this is where, you know, and so we don't know so much about the NHL. What are they going to, are they, are they going to have to expand the roster? If so, that would benefit, benefit Chalowski and Chronic and Giovanni Smith and such, you know, like, do those guys, if if they can play a few more games a week, but yeah. uh, Cholowski, there's no doubt in my mind he has NHL level talent. But you know, I think I think I think unfortunately he really really because you guys remember how little we saw of Mike Green last season, and mm-hmm. Cholowski really, I mean, you know, be, being an offensive defenseman, he really he should have. He should have made his way onto that power play unit. You know, yeah. people should have. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think is a realistic ceiling for this group? You know, and uh, if they do finish as the worst team in the league again, would that give you any pause as to how the rebuild is going? Well, uh, if they do finish worse, uh, they should get the first pick, right? Yeah, ideally, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not be pushed back, not be pushed back. You know what's fascinating? They have been pushed back every single time they've been in the in the in the lottery by the you max know? amount, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. uh, yeah. Twenty seventeen, it was. I think they were pushed back two spots, right? Yeah, to draft Michael Rasmussen, and then there was a year with um with Vegas. They got pushed back in next spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so you know what? Uh, their ceiling, um, yeah, I'm not going to – I don't think they'll – I think they'll be m- more competitive in, in the 2021 season. But, um, like I keep saying, hey, listen, Steve Eisenman was drafted in 1983. It took the 1989 draft, which was the best draft ever for <laughs> them to – and then he still waited 14 years to yeah. lift the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah, this is true. That's a fair point to make, too. And, and, and uh, an important point to make when, I mean, you're looking at just what we expect as far uh, as a timeline. And Steve Eisenman won't give a timeline, obviously. Um, however, so I have one last question for you. But first, you know, we're here with Helene St. James. 
author of the Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Detroit Red Wings. Buy it now. It's an excellent book. I can tell you firsthand. I'm not even a big reader. Uh, but I did I did read through this one quickly. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that. Usually, usually I have to go, and this is embarrassing because I'm like a writer first and everything else second. But like when I read, uh, a lot of times I'll like, buy the book for like really cheap you know like at a secondhand store and then i'll download the audiobook for like eight bucks and then i can i listen to the audiobook while i read and that's like that's helped me like get back into reading more but i did not have to do this when i read the big 50 i was just i was turning pages I thank was you <laughs> so, uh go buy it now i'm assuming it's on amazon and pretty much anywhere else yeah that you can yeah. buy books and, and stuff so like. can uh if anybody wants to personalize just send me an email to hstjames at freepress.com and I will, we can get it out in time for uh, Christmas. Uh, Hanukkah, it's not pronounced. Hanukkah is Adam Sandler tells us. <laughs> All right. Also, I have to jump in here real quick to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. That's right, folks. The most delicious tasting protein bar on the market is back with six new delicious flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The reason I love all these wonderful, delicious flavors and the fact that the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, that they're soft, that they're easy to chew, is because during the wintertime especially, I am prone to uh, over-snacking. I'm prone to, you know, grabbing these, these carved up little snacks that just make me feel terrible, like, like a Pop-Tart, for example. Like, you don't want to go for a Pop-Tart really pretty much any time, uh, especially if you have Built Bars available. If you're looking for something to fill you up, you cannot go wrong with Built Bar. It gives you 19 grams of protein at the expense of only 130 calories, depending on which one you pick. Uh, but all of them pretty much only have four or five grams of net sugar and net carbs. Uh, so it's great for the health conscious guy. Anybody who's on a low carb diet, this is going to be uh, the bar for you. I know I like to have my built bar somewhere around three o'clock when I'm like hungry from lunch, uh, but I don't necessarily want to eat and spoil my dinner. I go for a built bar and uh, it keeps me full through dinner time, gives me a little boost of energy and gets me ready to take on the rest of the day. Just go to builtbar.com right now, use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. So let's let's play a hypothetical real quick because we've kind of weighed the different possibilities of how this season can go. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team either. Uh, I don't think that they're going to finish dead last. So with the shortened season, I mean, we saw it a, a little bit last year with the Tigers. That can be kind of advantageous to the the young, more upstart teams who come out with a bunch of energy and then as water finds its level, kind of sink their way back down to the bottom. So if the Red Wings are, let's say, four games back of a playoff spot at the deadline, does that change, in your opinion, how Steve Eisman would plan to operate? Or do you think that regardless no, of no, what... No, so, so, Just sell. Sell and get all the draft picks you can get. Perfect. They are all not, right, like not going to gonna win the Stanley Cup in 2021. Just if, if Bobby Ryan, if Thomas Grice, if any of those guys have any value sell 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 all right i like that how many how many of the uh and this is an, another question that i wrote down 
of all the guys that were brought in this offseason, I mean, we've heard about – and it was just kind of like all casually mentioned offhandedly, like, oh, th- this could be a trade candidate at the deadline. This could be a trade candidate at the deadline. What, like, how many of those guys do you think actually end up getting dealt? Is it like half or kind of where, where do we stand on this? Well, so honestly, I mean, somebody like Bobby Ryan, right? Um, like, he didn't have a he, – he's not had the great uh, season lately, but – He's a legit super duper scorer. So mm-hmm. if he can play on a line where if, if, if he just has any kind of value, if they can get a second round pick or something, yeah, Bobby Ryan, uh, you know, I, I hesitate to say Thomas Christ because they need goaltending help. You yeah. know, they really do. Yeah. Really so I don't have Calvin I, Picard I, backing up Jonathan Bernier. No, no. Well, you know, they sent Calvin Picard to Austria. Now, I do think um, if, if there is an NHL season on the near horizon, um, uh, he will not be back until, yeah. like, they'll, they'll make him an exemption or something. You know, I, I do honestly think they'll leave most of their, kid, most of their young guys in, in Europe because, yeah. well, part of it also is, you know, um, so... To, to return to Canada, you do have to quarantine for 14 days, but there's no such requir- requirement for the U.S. But so the Wings have not recalled, so for sure they're going to recall Sedina and Hronik, right? Mm-hmm. But we're now at, what, December 7th, and they still have not recalled them. Yeah. So that tells me they don't think there's going to be season. Anything, yeah. 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 It's very soon. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Helene, for coming on. I, I really enjoyed this. We started off talking about Gordie Howe and Steve Eiserman, and then somehow we devolved into uh, a Calvin Picard situation. So I, I, I enjoyed this, you know, getting to go through those levels with you. Yeah, absolutely. Let's always talk about Gordie and Steve because, you know what? You know what? Like, honestly, one of my favorite things, whenever I write about anything about Gordie, I, my, my inbox is flooded with people saying hey i met gordy everybody has a great memory involving gordy oh yeah oh yeah everybody who's met him so uh thank you helene so much for coming on hope to have you back uh in the future don't forget go by the big 50 the men and moments that made the detroit red wings send helene uh an email hstjames at freep.com get it personalized get it to your dad get it to your mom get it to your brother get it for the wings fan in your life. Helene, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.